Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome to episode 40 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. Uh, today's episode, I'm just going to kind of open up to you a little bit and tell you a personal story. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a story. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to sound like yet, but I had to take a mental health day this week. I was just crumbling, and I'm still kind of having a hard time, so I just thought I'd talk out some of my feelings with you. And just if you're feeling this way, you're definitely not alone. <laughs> I think a lot of teachers are feeling this way. And yeah, I, let's just get on with the show, shall we? Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Okay, before we begin, I just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with me. And I always like to read some of my ratings on iTunes. It's pretty much the nicest thing you can do for any podcaster out there. Like if you really want to brighten their day is just leave them a written review because it's the only way that we get recommended or that new people find us unless we have a website or we're actively promoting it. It's just a way to get the word out about podcasts you like. So if you ever have a chance and you do, I love it. I'll love you. I'll read it. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to be getting some swag too for people who have left reviews. I have been working on that. It's one of my goals this summer just to say like, thank you. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. Like, wow. <laughs> so anyway, this review is so ironic because in episode 20, I did this whole episode about how we need mental health days and we need to take our sick days. And now it's episode 40 and I'm telling you that I had to do that this week. And some of the, some of the, um, feelings that I, I went through doing that. So it's really ironic that like episode 20 was about this same topic that I'm going to talk about today. And this person listened to that episode. So here's what they had to say. So much, yes. Jess, I just need to tell you that last night I decided to take a sick day today. I wasn't super sick, but I also wasn't feeling great. I was mentally and physically exhausted post-state testing. Right after I submitted my request for the sub, I was scrolling through your episodes and saw the one about why teachers should take mental health days. I knew it was meant to be. I had to listen. I just want to say thank you for keeping it so real and helping me to feel okay about taking a day off. You helped to erase my teacher guilt and look at myself as a professional. So thank you. I love your energy and your spirit. You are so relatable and always put a smile on my face. I enjoyed my mental health day today. And thanks to you, I felt confident in my decision. Smiley face 100% will keep listening. Thank you so much. This was Katie G97. That was a great year, by the way, if it's 1997. <laughs> I don't know about 1897. It probably wasn't that hopping. But uh, thank you so much, Katie. I really appreciate uh, your review. This was like, just blew me away that I was struggling myself with taking a sick day. And then I get your review. And it like reminded me of my own episode that I did 20 shows ago. <laughs> and then I went ahead and took my own sick day. So a lot of times I do make these episodes as like, um, like, <laughs> 
like I, I try, I, I'm like talking to myself, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm all alone in this room talking to myself and I'm giving myself a pep talk. And it was just so weird that this week I got Katie's review and then I had all these signs that I needed a mental health day. So it was just, it was really weird timing, but sometimes I mean, I don't want to sound woo-woo, as my friend Ashley from Building Book Love would say, but I'm feeling a little woo-woo about this. (laughs) I feel like the universe is aligning something for me. I don't know what it is, but uh, anyway, thank you so much, Katie. And yeah, let's, let's get on with the show. Okay, frenzies, welcome back to episode 40 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you all about my mental health day and why I felt I had to take one and why I needed my own pep talk. (laughs) Anyway, I should have just continued from that review because I already kind of started telling you why anyway. So, but it'll be, it'll be a good, we we had to have our official intro. We had to hear about the episode number. We really didn't. It's just me being a weirdo. Okay, so this week I just, I was just crumbling and there was a series of events that sort of led to it. First of all, every Mother's Day is kind of hard for me. Um, And I'm sure, I mean, I know it's hard for a lot of people. You know, not only do I grapple with the fact that I am turning 38 soon and I do not have children of my own, and it's just kind of like a sensitive day. And it's also like a day that people spend with their families and I usually can't. And it's just, it's just rough, you know, and a lot of people like, like all my grandparents are deceased and that kind of sucks too. Like there's always so many people talking about their grandmas and their great grandmas and it just, I don't know, it's a really sensitive time, but I've also had two really bad things happen on mother's day or like around this time uh, when I was in high school uh, when I was a junior in high school, I was 16 years old. I was in a horrible car accident on Mother's Day weekend. I was actually driving to the mall to get my mom a Mother's Day gift. And I overcorrected my car and I triple flipped it. I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. I flew out of the window like Superman style going about 80 miles per hour. And I broke my legs, both my femurs, a hairline fracture on one and like a really clear break on the other. And my hip and my pubic bone and a hairline fractured my arm and I had road rash and a really bad cut on my head. It was it was really bad. I almost died. I had several blood transfusions and surgeries and I was in ICU for several days and I was in the hospital for like a month. And it it's just like this this weekend always brings up a lot because that was like a huge turning point in my life. Like I was very much set on going to like a really good university and I had been making super good grades and it kind of just disrupted the path I thought I was on. And of course, I'm happy with the life I have now, but sometimes I just think back to like everything that changed. I mean, not only did, you know, this whole like the course I was on for college and stuff change because I, you know, I had to leave school like six weeks early and my teachers were really gracious and gave me great grades, but it was really hard to get my head back into school my senior year. And there were just so many deadlines and things that I missed because of this car accident. But anyway, it also, you know, it was like the turning point of my body changing and it was just there's a lot of changes my body went through. Like for instance, uh, my leg that 
I broke really badly. It grew back longer than my other leg. And so I'm supposed to wear like a lift in my shoe. And I've had chronic uh, pain from the accident um, since then. Like there's several parts of my body that have been numb since the accident. And I have this thing called a hematoma. Um, that they said was a 99.9% chance it would go away. And it's basically like, I don't even know. It's, it's like a, it's kind of like a blood clot, but mine, it looks like an extra and it's on my thigh and it looks like an extra butt cheek (laughs) and it never went away. And it's always kind of like, I don't know. It's been kind of a sore point because I'm super self-conscious of it wearing swimsuits or short shorts. Like I know it's always there and it's all because of this car accident and so many things the doctors just said, oh, this will go away and that'll go away. And then I had to go back and have multiple surgeries and it was just this weird turning point in my life. And whenever you almost die, you're going to have those turning points, right? So Mother's Day weekend always just reminds me of some of the things that I've been stuck with for 20 years now and dealing with because of that one day. And sometimes I just kind of get lost in my own thoughts over it. And anyways, and then two years ago, um, well, a few days before Mother's Day, one of my best friends in life died in his sleep. And we found out a few months later, he died of a drug overdose. I thought maybe he had a heart attack or something. And this is someone that I was really good friends with for over 10 years. And I just have so many great memories. And he's actually the person who convinced me to become a teacher. So like this whole land of whimsical teacher and everything I'm doing right now. Like he really talked to me for a long time about becoming a teacher because his brother who he really respected and admired works in the school system. And he just really admired like the career that his brother had built. And he's the one who kind of planted the bug in my, in my head about becoming a teacher. And so anyways, it's just, it's a lot of reflection during this time. Um, just of losing him. And then, you know, just some of the, some of the weird guilt that comes with losing someone to a drug overdose. Um, He died from fentanyl and it is like the number one killer of all the opioids right now. It's seriously, you can die from just a little sprinkle, like a little salt sprinkle in your cereal and you can die. This stuff is meant to tranquilize elephants. It's really dangerous stuff. And it's just, it's flooding our country right now. And more people are dying of it than any other disease. It's, if you look up the, the facts on the opioid crisis and fentanyl specifically, you'll, you'll, you'll just be floored. You won't even believe what you're reading. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of guilt, you know, like that comes from like, man, why didn't I know? Like, (laughs) like we talked fairly often. Why didn't I know that this happened to him? And like, he was dealing with this addiction and like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And if you've ever lost anyone to, to addiction, you just know that there's this roller coaster of guilt and a lot of feelings to process. So anyway, those are like two really, I mean, these are two giant turning points in my life is this car accident and losing one of my best friends to a drug overdose. These are things that have just changed the way that I feel and that I think about things. And they happened right around Mother's Day. So I'm already kind of like in a weird state of mind. But then I 
I was cooking up uh, a purple carrot meal and I am trying so hard to eat healthy and incorporate more vegan meals into my diet. And, you know, if you're going to eat more vegetables, you got to you got to chop and prepare a lot more vegetables. And so I was in the kitchen and some of these thoughts were going through my head. Like I was thinking about my friend Brian and I was just like, oh my gosh, how many years has it been since my car accident? And I was just kind of lost in thought that day. And I ended up cutting my finger so bad and I'm so squeamish and I, I felt like I need to go to the hospital and maybe I needed stitches and I just had like a total meltdown. It was a lot of blood. I don't want to gross anyone out, but it was pretty bad. Um, and I just, it just felt so stupid. I mean, I felt, and I already was feeling stupid about these other things, right? Like the car accident. I replay it a billion times in my head all the time, just thinking about how dumb I was, like what a dumb teenager I was, right? And I know there's nothing you can do about it anymore, but, and then, you know, I feel dumb for not, you know, asking my friend Brian more about what was really going on in his life and really paying a little more attention to him, you know? And, and then I'm here, I chop half my finger off and I'm just like, gosh, I just, I'm just, I feel out of control and stupid right now. And it just kind of, I also think that all of the stress of being a teacher, it just sort of snowballed, right? So I was dealing with that, all of that stress. And, and I was really like, I couldn't do a lot with my hand. It was like really hard to shower. And I was in a lot of pain for three or four days. And I'm just like, I was just kind of like this snowball of, just being mad kind of. And then, and then like, as if, as if more bad things couldn't go on in my head, we find out like my principal texted us uh, last weekend and we find out that there was a bonfire and a horrible explosion that happened during the bonfire. And that one of our students at school uh, was going to lose his eye. And it was just awful, you know, thinking about kids getting hurt and the trauma of like losing, like going through an accident like that, you know, when you're 12 years old. And I, you know, I already, already my feelings are so raw with like regret and pain and hurt during this time that I just, it just kind of sent me into a tailspin. Right. And, I, you know, of course I tried to do everything I could to raise money with my social media and, and help out with the other fundraisers any way I could, but I just felt so bad. <laughs> so, so bad for my student. Um, such a sweet kid too. I mean, not if, like, if he wasn't a sweet kid, it's not like I still wouldn't feel bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, uh, so yeah, and I go to school Monday morning and there's just so much emotion built up already. And then there's the stress of like being at school. Now at my school, we cancel all of the classes the first week of May and we reassign all the kids to different teachers and they start like an end of the year project. And it's a lot of stress. I mean, it's sort of the end of my technology job and I'm, I'm teaching again full time, which I agree to do like every May when we do this project, I'll be one of the full time teachers, you know, but to go from sort of having a very flexible schedule, even though I was teaching an eighth grade science class, it was pretty flexible you know, working on my tech job and the end of the year collection and, and all of these different data things we have to do. It gets kind of wild at the end of the year, you know, and just being able to catch up on everything. And, you know, I also fix all the Chromebooks, any Chromebook problems at my school, I fix them. 
Um, and there's a lot with middle schoolers, let me tell you. But um, like having to just take that job and put it on the back burner or try to juggle it at the same time as teaching full time, it it adds a lot of stress. And then there are some more stressful factors um, in the mix right now that like the students that I have in my class right now, I have uh, 60 new students, you know, new names to learn. And they're pretty wonderful for the most part. Like I love sixth graders in middle school, but we're also given a handful at times of kids that are trying to like make up credits and they have a lot of problems. I'm not going to go into too many details, but it just led to kind of a very stressful environment. And on Monday, I was just kind of losing my mind because I was just dealing with a lot of emotions and grief. And, and then I just felt completely out of control. And I felt like just, just, I felt rattled and jumpy and hopeless. (laughs) And then I'd go through like, you know, one class period, I'm feeling like, oh, I'm out of control. And then the next one, I'm just like, oh, I don't even care what happens. If this isn't going the right way, who cares? And I'm just having these like cycling negative thoughts, right? I'm not feeling very put together. I'm, you know, I try to do an Insta story and my eyes just looked really dark and sunken in and it looked like I just had barely combed my hair. And I'm just like, wow, I am not doing good right now. Like, I am not my, I am not my best. And that was really hard to admit. Like I watch these videos. I, I always film my Insta stories before school starts in the morning. Sometimes I post them later throughout the day, like, you know, at lunch or whatever. And I'm just looking at them like, oh my gosh, like I could just see like this pain on my face. Like I just could see like so much built up inside of me and I could just feel myself getting like, I'm, I'm never really you know, like some teachers get real snappy with kids and just start like yelling at them. And that's kind of their release a little bit. But for me, I kind of get to the point where I just don't care. Right. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. Do whatever. Fine. You know, and I just, I just get really, really, really edgy. And I could see that happening on Monday. And so I was just like, oh my God, I need to take a day off. So I looked at my calendar and I'm like, I need one day off this week. And it's gonna, it has to be the day that's gonna be the hardest for me to get through. (laughs) So I honestly, like, I look at the week and I'm just like, okay, this day isn't gonna be so bad because of this. And this day we have a field trip. So we'll be out and about moving around all day. But this day is sort of like a mirror of Monday. And every day that we're doing these special projects is different. Sometimes I have the kids for, you know, five hours or, you know, like four hours. And then sometimes I have them more for like eight hours, you know? So I'm just like, oh boy, Wednesday is not looking good for me. This looks like a day that I will be tested. (laughs) Like this looks like a really bad day for me. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, make a doctor's appointment and ask for the day off. You know, I'm not even going to take a half day. I'm going to take the full day and just enjoy myself. And that's kind of what I did. And I just, I, I just knew that I could not get through this week. And sometimes you just hit a wall. And it's so silly as a teacher, though, that we have to feel like 
oh, it's like a last resort. Like really, when I'm looking at all this, I should have known that around Mother's Day is just rough for me. And I should have planned more days off during this time to process my emotions. But, you know, life gets busy and you kind of forget about things. And then all of a sudden, some anniversary or memory or current event in your life just kind of slaps you in the face and you're like, whoa, you know? And so I really should have taken you know, some a day off, you know, like a week ago, but it, it was also the snowball of this, you know, the student being injured and, you know, these fundraisers to help the student and just feeling bad for the student and also kind of reflecting on my own pain at that time in my life. I mean, it's already such a hard time being 12 years old, you know, but to lose a body part like that is just, I mean, <sighs> it's awful. Like I'm, I'm tearing up right now, just thinking about how horrible it is. And it's just, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a rough healing process. And, and I know what it's like to have your body change when you're not really ready for it to. So those are some of my thoughts. And I just thought, you know what, I just, I'm, my head is spinning in circles. I don't look good. I'm really snappy. I mean, could I make it through? Sure. But do I have to? No. So like, why not give myself some grace and just get out of here for a day and just feel myself again? And that's what I did. So anyways, um, I'm glad I did, but I wish I would have done it sooner. And I wish I would get a little bit better at like knowing my own cycles and patterns and stuff like that, you know, and if you get anything out of this episode, I just want you to reflect on what are the hard times of year for you to get through? I mean, everybody's lost people or had trauma happen during certain times and you get triggered by that trauma. And like, what are your sensitive times? Because I do think that, I mean, and, you know, I I have a lot of friends that aren't teachers, and they've also had bad things happen to them. They've lost family members. And they're very in tune with like the times like, oh, well, you know, next Friday is going to be the anniversary of so-and-so's death and taking it off work. I know it's going to be bad. Like they're really good at planning ahead for these things. And I think as teachers, we just get so busy, right? Like we get really, really busy and we kind of don't do mental health check-ins with ourselves very often. Like we don't really, like how often are you asking yourself like how you're feeling? And I know it's sort of a hot topic on Instagram right now, doing mental health check-ins with the kids, seeing how they're feeling, but like we're always putting ourselves on the back burner, right? And like you can't pour from an empty cup. It's that old annoying saying. So it's just like, it's something that I'm definitely going to remember for next year. And I've already put it in my phone, you know, like how, like I have a little reminder in my phone for next year. Like I know that like of all the times of the year, I know that Mother's Day is one of those kind of rough areas for me just because of the trauma and the loss that I've been through um, and a whole bunch of other things <laughs> that I blabbered about in this episode. Like, so I'm, I think I'm, I, I put uh, for me, May seventh uh, and May eighth in my phone for next year, just like a reminder to like check in with myself, like hey, because it probably would have been good if a week before all of this happened, before I had like a total breakdown, if I could have just like had a reminder of like all the things that this time of year 
you know, means to me and all the things that I've gone through during this time of year, I think it would have really helped me to just like get um, an email from myself or something. And I think that's something I'm going to look into. There are different sites where you can send yourself an email, like, to your future self, you know, like you type in the day that you want to get this email and just kind of, you can talk over your feelings about something. And I used to do it when I was a teenager all the time. It was so annoying because I'd get these emails throughout my 20s from like my my 15-year-old self, like, hey, do you still like Josh? <laughs> Did you marry Brandon? <laughs> it was just like really annoying stuff. <laughs> But anyway, like I am going to, like, like I said, I am going to start making this time in May kind of a priority for my mental health because, you know, obviously this year I kind of proved to myself that I, I need the time. I need to process things. I'm not someone that just shakes something off. I mean, obviously here I am 20 years after my car accident, still, <laughs> still shook it up over it. I mean, you have to know yourself and some people are so resilient and Everyone deals with trauma in different ways, but I think you just, it's just about knowing yourself a little bit more. And that's why I love, I love question books because, um, and I buy them when I go to Barnes and Noble, like all the time, like anything that's like a self-reflection, like the story of me or, you know, anything where you can just kind of reflect on times in your life and then become more aware of those times. And I mean, I know for a lot of people that, you know, and especially women listening to the show, that there are months that you are going to be triggered by trauma that you've been through. And it's just good for us to recognize that and take those self-care days off before, you know, it's almost too late. Like I felt like it was almost too late. Like I felt like I was going to have a full on meltdown if I stayed, <laughs> if I stayed there all week. Right. But I shouldn't have let myself get to that point where I was so exhausted and so out of it. I mean, I think that we should be a little bit better at like planning ahead these mental health days during times that we know we're going to need it and we know we're going to be stressed out. And I looked at my calendar for next week. And I noticed that several teachers are taking time off at my school, and I can only imagine that they're going through similar events that I've been through. You know, like, this is just a hard time of year. Behavior is, you know, awful. <laughs> our, our usual old shticks stop working. Um, everyone has spring fever, and they're a little on the wild side. So it's it's just exhausting time to get through, but... I think that if you take the days off for yourself, you're going to regain some of your energy. Like when I went back on Thursday, honestly, I wasn't a hundred percent and I feel like I probably should have taken another day off and I ended up getting a migraine today, Friday. <laughs> and I really think it's because I just didn't give myself enough time. And that's something I'm going to work on next year too, is just really analyzing my sick hours and my PTO and figuring out like really planning out time for me when I know I'm going to need it most. And I, hopefully I can look back on like journals and stuff that I've kept this year and sort of figure out like, there are some times, there are some times that you just like, I think if you had something to look forward to and you pre-scheduled something, it would make those times go easier or even self-care days like the one I took, you know, mental health day, self-care day. I mean, take care of yourself. But, you know, I don't think there's a problem with planning it out, you know, like knowing that like, oh, this is a real yucky day for me. I got to have it off. I mean, 
I think if we did that more, we'd have a lot less outbursts and maybe we'd be a little more happy as a whole. Is I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I feel like as a whole community of teachers, there are some real peppy positive ones out there. But for the most part, we can be a little bit negative and dumpy. <laughs> I hope I'm not hurting anyone's feeling by saying that, but like it is a stressful job and there's so many highs and lows during it. Like there's just, there's, it's like a roller coaster. Every day can be a roller coaster when you're a teacher. And I just think like the more we can invest in ourselves and the more mental health days we can take for ourselves, the better off we're going to be and the easier it is to handle those highs and lows. Because even after a huge high, like you've had a great day, you still come down off of that. You know what I mean? Like there's still an emotional reaction after having a really amazing day. But I think most of us, like we had a lot more lows than we're willing to admit. And it's just... It's it's easier to handle when you've taken care of yourself and you've combed your hair <laughs> and you've and you've you know you've carefully picked out your outfits and you've given yourself extra time to make a healthy lunch. I mean there's so many little things. You've had that good conversation with your mom or aunt or sister or best friend or whoever that person in your life is that just kind of fills you up instead of taking things from you. Like you've had those good heart to hearts. I mean you're good, right? You're good to go for the next week and it's just it's so important that we take that time and give ourselves some grace when we do need it and not beat ourselves up over needing it. Because look at me, here I am, a goofy, cheerful, whimsical teacher, and I needed it. <laughs> so like, if I needed it super bad and was on a meltdown tanty time, then you definitely probably need it too. <laughs> Anyway, frenzies, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And please, please, please look at your calendar next year. Think about, you know, the triggers for you. Think about the days that you've had trauma or different seasons of your life that could be brought up again next year and plan out those days. You should not be retiring with like hundreds and hundreds of sick days that you're not even going to get paid for. Start using them. Start using them. All right, frenzies. Until next time, take good care of yourself. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je- Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> oh no, I don't know how to stop.